This is DJ Gordon and listen to the Keys Dan, the only one. Radio What. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? Where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote. And maybe you could have me, me, at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Let me entertain you. Are you not entertained? Make your next thing a big one. Today on the program, speaking of entertainment, speaking of events, I have Hysam Jabali on the program. Who's Hysam Jabali? Who? Well, you're going to find out in the next few minutes. So stick around. This week's shows, I have one public show as we break out of coronavirus quarantine. Uh, it's at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas on Friday night. My usual Friday night dance party gig, video dance party, karaoke jam. Now, I use the word dance lightly, loosely. Uh, we cannot dance on the dance floor, but you can dance in your seats. You can dance in your mind. They got a full bar. The kitchen's open. Pool tables. In fact, they have a pool tournament on Friday nights. Ten diamond style pool tables. I don't know exactly what that means, but it's pretty impressive to me. Uh, people seem to like them. They're 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 good tables. And I know Faulkner County is a dry county, and we got a full bar and the the alcoholics to prove it. <laughs> so come on out, have a good time. You've been working hard all week. What better way to spend your time than with your friends? At the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Come on out. Uh, I'll be doing the karaoke show from 7.30 to 10.30 because we all have to be out the door by 11. Because everybody knows that coronavirus only comes out after 11 o'clock. Is that political? Is it scientific? I don't know. I just know that, uh, you know, we got to be out the door by 11 o'clock. It's going to be a good time. It's been getting progressively uh, bigger and bigger and bigger. And we're taking care of each other. We wear the masks on the way in and when we're walking around and we take the mask down when we're having our drinky drinks and having our good food over at the Rab. So, yeah, come on out. It's a good time. I think that's enough intro. Let's get into it with Haisem Jabali. Uh, now, I got him on the Skype. So if you're listening to the audio version of this, I encourage you to check out the video version of the uh, of the podcast it's youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Keys Dan. Or just look up Keys Dan. I know there's three different YouTube pages out there that I have, but the one with the Radio What logo, that's the one that I've been saving primarily for the podcasts. So, yeah, let's get into it with Heisem DeBailey. Skyping Heisem DeBailey now. Hi, Sam. Yes. I said it right? Yes. Oh, fantastic. Isam Jabali? Yes. Wow. Both names I said correctly? Yeah, which is amazing, man. That's really difficult to do, and you got it like the first time. It's not. It's probably not difficult in your family to, do, to say it properly. Going <laughs> <laughs> um, to be on video, too? Yeah, or yeah we got the audio you? and the video going at the same time. I'll okay. put the audio out on all the platforms and then the video will be on youtube so uh hi sam jabali uh we're chatting chatting uh, my name's dan keys dan you're on the what makes you famous podcast a uh, big shout out to katrina uh for setting this all up and and uh, away we go uh so uh, give the people a little idea of who you are sure my name is hi sam i'm in jabali i'm in is my brand and slogan for everything i do um, I host events. I do real estate and I'm big into fitness as well. Um, IMIN's been a brand that I created and started uh, in 2012 of February due to a best friend being indecisive of, you know, what he wanted to do and when. So I basically just told him, look, man, from now on, if I ask you to do something, just say I'm in or not. And then the light bulb went off in my head 
And I changed all my social media, my middle name, and everything I say begins with the, the words I'm in. It's a good brand to have, too. I'm in. I, you know, there's been a social experiment that's been going on for uh, lots and lots of people. And I know that they've made it into a movie. Jim Carrey uh, was in a movie called Yes Man, where he said yes to everything that came his way. And you'd be surprised at how many adventures you will end up going on, even if you do it for one day. Just don't say no to anything. Say yes. Say I'm in. Whatever you do, exactly. whatever you're, whatever comes my way, I'm in. Have you lived your life that way at all? What's that? Have you lived your life that way? I mean, for ninety nine percent of it, sure. Unless it's not something good, then I, then I won't say I'm in. But uh, <laughs> for the most part, everything I do is 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 really great and amazing. Not just for for people in general, but for the community as well. So you know, I, I'm I'm a very decisive person. Like I won't commit to something unless I give it a hundred percent. And when anyone else does something like an event or even you with your amazing podcast, what makes you famous? When Katrina told me about it, I mean, the name alone. And then I did my research on you as well. How could I not say I'm in? And here I am. Well, it's a it's a it's a good way to live your life. You know, when people ask you to do things and uh, I'm going to say it here first. Uh, well, I, and it's probably been said before. Hi, Sam Jabali will help you move. All you got to do is ask him. He's in. No, it's a it. It's a hard way to live, but it's an ad- live. It, it, have you been? Have you been in this mindset? You said your whole life, but really, when you were a little kid and somebody asked you to do something, hey, will you join the wrestling team? Hey, will you go to this dance? Hey, will you, uh, che- you know, eat this dirt or check out these ants? You know, or what? You know, whatever got put your way. Do you feel like? You've really lived your life that way? No, actually, you know, it's interesting you say that. You know, when I mentioned that, you know, I'm in was started in 2012, I didn't really start living like my personal life and my journey didn't truly begin until after the age of 22 years old. Um, you know, I, I really didn't live my life to the fullest growing up like I feel like I should have looking back. And, and it cost me in, in the year 2000, um, after I graduated from the university, um, I got a job working for a newspaper and within six months of stressing and worrying myself to sleep and not eating right and not drinking enough water and really not taking care of myself, I ended up in the hospital on my deathbed with a near fatal case of pneumonia. I had full-blown pneumonia. I was in ICU for a month. I undergrew multiple surgeries and I also had a, uh, a major lung thoracic surgery that saved my life. And ever since that, Dan, that, that uh, defining moment in my life, that's when I started to live my life to the fullest. That's when I started saying I'm in. And that's when I made the conscious decision to, to do events and to celebrate life and to bring people together, show them the time of their life because I was living proof at the time and still now that you only live once and you got to make the best of it every day. Well, I, I, I've heard that YOLO, you've only lived once. Uh, and then, uh, was it Dwight from the office said false, uh, you live every day. You only die once, but you can live uh, life to the fullest every day. And I know that your, um, uh, your page is I'm in, I'm into events is the page that people need to find on their Facebook. Uh, what kind of events do you put on? Uh, it, you know, do you put on events for other people or are you inviting people to, you know, hear you speak about the I'm in philosophy? What, what is it all about? Great question, man. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that um, that uh, work with corporations and do events for them. But what's unique about me is I actually put together and host the events myself. So I envision the events. I put them together. I have an amazing team, which I call the committee of people that help promote the events and attend the events and help run them as well. They also help raise uh, money for charity. Um, the main charity we uh, support is Base Camp Children's Cancer Foundation based out of Winter Park, Florida. And um, so mostly uh, major networking events, but we're, what we're really well known for is an event that we do every year called Black and White Weekend. You know, pre-pandemic, you know, for 10 years, we put together an event for nearly a thousand people dressed in black and white. Uh, to support a good cause and to have the time of their life. It takes place at the Rosen Plaza Hotel every year. In 2020, you know, our 11th year got pushed back twice. But I'm happy to announce that we're finally given the go-ahead to uh, have it happen 
uh, on Saturday, May 15, 2021 of this year. So basically, the events we do are just big networking gatherings, bringing good people together of all wages and work backgrounds to come make new friends, support each other's businesses, support each other's causes, and uh, keep life going. I know I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't have a great support team and guys like you, Dan, that help promote and get the good word about what we're doing. Well, you're giving people gems. Hi, Sam Jabelli. Is uh, you're you're letting people know that it's not just one person. We all have to help each other. And, you know, you're funny. I, I mentioned you mentioned w- Winter Park. I remember I lived there for about a year back in 1994. Yes, back in the 1900s, I lived in Winter Park, and and that's just outside of Orlando, Florida. And I remember uh, when I was living in Miami. I was born and raised in, in Miami. I would go to to Orlando to to Disney World at least once, uh, sometimes twice a year. But when I lived in Winter Park, I went never. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but uh, I see you're wearing a, a shirt that says Team Base Camp, and it's basecamp.org. That's the I'm in uh, charity. Is it an exclusive charity that you're involved in, or is it a charity that other people uh, have helped you uh, put together? So it's not my charity. We're a third-party event charity. They've been around for over 35 years, again, based out of Winter Park, Florida. Uh, Three ladies by the name of Terry, Cindy, and Rachel run it. And basically what our events do is we raise funds and generate awareness, not just locally, but around the world for these kids that are battling cancer across four different hospitals in Winter Park and Orlando, Florida. And basically the money that we raise throughout the year and at the events that we do basically goes towards paying for the children's uh, movies, dinners, parents' night out, as well as their gifts, and even college tuition uh, for year 10. Uh, a girl by the name of Emma McDonald is a five-time Dan Blue Believe it or not, five-time cancer survivor. And Black and White Weekend has helped uh, pay for her uh, college tuition books uh, over the next four years. Uh, we've also helped build a black and white uh, kitchen inside of the office of Base Camp so the parents can come pick up you know, really good, healthy meals for the kids that are battling cancer in the hospital. Um, another girl can be completed chemotherapy. She wanted an iPad too. So we use the funds to, uh, to buy an iPad too. There's many organizations out there that um, raise tons of money, a fortune for research to help battle cancer. But what we do specifically is is, is find the hidden gems and, and raise the money to support certain programming that is going to bring smiles to the kids' faces directly while they're battling the cancer in the hospitals and as well as out of it. Man, hi, Sam Jabeli. That's got to make your heart feel good. I know when I've been involved over the years, Relay for Life, uh, being a hugger for the Special Olympics, uh, you know, all these things, they help you. Uh, you know, you, you feel like you're helping somebody else, but really, you get the endorphins, you get the love, you get the feeling that's so good. Uh, and it, it's got to make your heart feel good, man, for, for that matter, putting, giving back to the community. And, and I know that's, that's not, you know, the, the thing that's going to keep the roof over your head, but if you have the means, help some people, you know, if you have the, the ability, if you have a, a regular job, like the army events where you're, you're putting on events and people are giving you a couple bucks. Hey, Take some of those couple bucks and give back to the community if you can. You know, it, it's got to make you feel good to be a part of that, uh, to hand that iPad to that young lady who who has gone through so much. You know, it's it's got to it's got to feel good. I mean, I, I, what other is that the the main charity that you're involved in? Uh, hi, Sam Jabali. Yes, sir. It is the main charity, and we've we've uh, supported many throughout the years, but. We really love being consistent to this one because they're a small local charity. We get to see exactly where the money goes. We're actually handing the money over to them and then using the money to directly find, you know, bring, bring smiles to the kids' faces. We're in the hospitals every week. Uh, and the people running the base camp, Children's Cancer Frazier, are in the hospitals every week bringing literally food to these kids and, and movies to these kids. And on Fridays and Saturday nights of every weekend, the parents need a break. So, you know, we will babysit the kids in the office while the parents go out and have like a date night out in the town. And, and you're right. I think every single person, if whether they gave a dollar or or a hundred dollars or or clothing or gifts that they they no longer use that are in great condition, I mean every little bit counts, right? Especially now in this new world that we're living in and trying to you know survive through, it's like it is an amazing feeling, and I don't feel like 
I would be where I am today if I wasn't doing this the last 11 years, right? Because you said it right. I mean, a lot of people give back, you know, because they want to just because that's in their heart and in their mindset and, and they're able to do so. But, uh, you know, for me, I've been able to do it and I just feel like I'm still alive to this day and God keeps for providing for me and everyone that I come in contact with that supports me in this charity. Um, just because, I mean, it just, it goes both ways without even thinking about it anymore. Cause again, I've been doing it for over a decade now. So yes, it does feel good. And when someone like you reminds us that it's got to feel good, you're right. When you really sit down and think about it, but I'm so, my, my mind is so set on continuing to do it. I don't take the time really to think how awesome it really is because it truly is something else. Hi, Sam Jabaley. That is fantastic, man. And I'm glad they have you. A lot of people are apprehensive uh, to give to charities, to give to causes because they don't know where that's uh, that money is going to go. But you're working hand to hand. You're actually behind the scenes working with the people that are uh, that are on the top. You said there's three running this charity, this benefit. But all right. So let's go beyond that, uh, beyond the charitable efforts of the I'm in campaign, the I'm into events campaign. Uh, you, you have other corporations that are hiring you out because they don't want to have to deal with that kind of thing. You are, is it like a, an event coordinator? Is that uh, part of the deal? Cause I know I just got hired today to DJ an event and they said, you take care of everything. Uh, I don't want to deal with that. You set up the lights, you set up the, the sound equipment, the, the, uh, the, you know, the televisions for the karaoke part, uh, you, you handle all that and make sure that everything, the event flows properly. Is that what the Amin event uh, does? Make sure is that they plan everything start to finish? They very well can. You know, again, what we do is we put together our own events. However, one thing we definitely do is we support everybody else and their events as well. So if someone has an event that they have in mind, they can come to us for advice and we can consult them on it from beginning to end. We can provide everything that they need to make it happen and to make it happen safely and successfully, especially now. Um, Also, if they already have the event up and running, but they need to get the word out about it, then we're more than happy to do that across all our social media channels. And we can directly reach out to people that we feel would be a good fit for the event. Right. So, I mean, really it's a mix of everything. We consider ourselves like on top of the event world. So anything having to do with events, you know, we really can do it. Hey, that's just people helping people. I remember I was living in South Florida and Miami, the Florida keys. That's where keys Dan came from. People would come uh, from all over the world to do events there in the Florida Keys in Miami. And I remember being a part of it, even being a small part of it, even, you know, taking my two turntables and a microphone over to these events. And then when I lived in Orlando and Winter Park, where you're at, that's another that's a, another place that's 20 pounds of, of poop in a 10-pound bag. There's just so much to do. I remember working events on Church Street and, 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 and the like. And I, I think I did do one in downtown Disney. I think that was the closest that I got to, to being in Disney when I was, uh, when I was, uh, living there for that one year. But, uh, you know, it, there's so much to do in Orlando. Uh, what other events are you involved in with the, I'm in events? So another example is actually next Tuesday. I just did a walkthrough of a location called Soho restaurant and lounge. They're on the corner of international drive and sand Lake road. So basically myself and the committee and the charity, we rented out the venue you know, and we're expecting between 50 and 100 people, again, all ages and all work backgrounds for a networking event. You know, February is Valentine's month, so we encourage everyone to wear red. We'll have a DJ for music. We'll have a photographer taking photos. You know, there's going to be food, there's going to be drinks, and there's going to be a platform where people can come and finally get out of the house if they haven't already been starting to get out again. Um, and it's in a very safe environment, you know, Mostly the events I'm doing now are outdoors, right? And uh, with all the precautions in place, of course. Um, And so far, so good. I mean, this will be our fifth one since the uh, pandemic had started on March 16. I'll never forget that day. And really, our goal is to just keep things going as as best we can until we finally can go back to how things were beforehand. The rest of the country thinks that Florida is mad crazy. Every time something uh, weird happens in the news, they go, they're from Florida, aren't they? You know, I remember living there and being a part of that and saying, well, they're, they're, that's fair. That's fair. Because there's so many different types of people, so many walks of life, so many different ideas 
that go through Florida and different sections of Florida. Uh, south of West Palm Beach is really South Florida is a whole place. And then Central Florida, where you're at, is a whole nother area. Florida is kind of like South Alabama or South Georgia. There, you know, the, the country folk are up there. So Florida being such a long state, it takes nine hours to drive, drive through it if you're driving the speed limit, kind of, you know, but uh, it, it, there's so much to do and so much to see in Florida. How far do you go with your events? I remember when I was living in Miami, I would go, I would go as far as North Florida uh, to, to do events you know, if the if the price is right or if we can come to some kind of a good negotiation, uh, how far do you go with your event? Absolutely. So in the beginning, I really went over all over the state of Florida, you know, but we are really a local small, you know, event, you know, uh, company. And uh, we, we like dealing with local. Honestly, man, like you said, you know your state very well, Dan. Uh, there's so much going on in Florida, but Central Florida alone has more than enough to deal with. So, so we basically stick within, within central Florida. I've gone as far as Lake Buena Vista and Sanford, Florida, uh, winter park, of course. Um, you know, th- those areas, we stick with those areas cause we, I grew up in this area. Everyone I know is in this area. But what's really cool about the main event I was telling you about black and white weekend mm-hmm. is people have flown in from out of the country. They have flown in from out of the state and they have uh, drove in from as far as Miami and, and Tallahassee and Tampa uh, to come to this one main charity event, you know, every single year. So we pride ourselves on that. And like you said, Florida is just filled with so many different people, so many different walks of life. And another thing that makes I'm an event so famous is we welcome all those people. Every single one of them. That's a good person is welcome to come to these events. Yeah, it's nice to be in a tourist town. I'm half Cuban, I'm half Irish, and half Italian. Hey, that's three halves. I'm a big dude. Okay, but uh, you know, there's a uh, there's uh, you know, being in South Florida, I had to say hello and goodbye in probably twenty different languages. Just uh, the, the the different people and in Orlando, it's the same thing. People from all over the world come there. And you get to reap the benefits of having those cultures and those styles. I mean, where, where I mean, hi, Sam Jabaley. That sounds like a, a name that has its own connotations. I, where, where's the family from and, and the, uh, the, the heritage uh, of your, uh, of your being. So you've got three backgrounds and so do I. I'm, um, uh, Lebanese. My mom and dad are both from Lebanon in the Middle East. I was born in Canada. So I'm a Canadian citizen. And in 2017, I actually also became an American citizen. So when people ask where you're from, I tell them I'm Lebanese, Canadian, and now I'm American as well. <laughs> and this big giant melting pot. It's a wonderful thing, man. Uh, people that, that don't like immigrants. This whole country is built on immigrants. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that might be a whole nother story. I might have just opened a can of worms. There might be some comments yeah. dropping right now yeah. on the YouTube video right now. What do you mean this country is built on immigrants? Well, it is. It is. <laughs> man uh, you know my grandparents are are both from cuba and uh, so i'm third generation i guess the blood is running is running thin but uh, you know what did you what what kind of knowledge did you gain from your parents uh, you know obviously they moved to canada from lebanon to make a better a better life for themselves uh, tell me about uh, the, tell so me yeah, about the parents yeah a better life so my parents my mom and dad moved from Lebanon to Canada because my father um, bought a business from his father, a meat factory, actually. And then from the meat factory in Canada, he knew that he didn't want to deal with that cold weather and that America was going to offer him more opportunities for him and his kids. I have an older brother, an older sister, and a younger brother. There's four of us. So he made the decision to come to Orlando, Florida, where the tourists are, and he bought a motel and he sells attraction tickets to all the theme parks. So he came down for business and for weather. My um, family background is really big on, on hard work, you know, and, and giving back. So he instilled that in all of us. And all of us are entrepreneurs giving back to the community pretty much every day of our life because of my dad. And my mom is a wonderful human being as well. I mean, she's just incredible. She, she raised us all and my dad provided us for us all. And all they asked in return is to do the same for them when they get much older and, and we'll, we're there for them as well. So, I mean, you know, it starts with them, right? I definitely got to thank them for sure. Absolutely, man. Hi, Sam Jubilee. And it tells me that your dad has a good work ethic and he's into hospitality. He's into helping people as people that, that, that get a hotel. Yeah. You make a couple bucks, but you have to be good to the people. So they keep coming back for more. So in hospitality, people helping 
that's what you got from your dad uh, is the ability to to uh, deal uh, with situations with you know hey uh my uh, I, I need more towels uh, my room doesn't look right well your dad had to worry about that kind of thing and then your mom i guess she, you said she was a a, a homemaker man hardest yeah. job in yeah. the world raising kids yeah. call me old-fashioned if i gotta work three and four and five jobs so i can keep my wife at home and uh and let her take care of the child in fact she homeschools the child what benefit that kid is having and then when i come home i always got somebody there they're always there it's a wonderful thing that your your uh, mom and dad had had that dynamic that relationship that you know, uh, mom was able to, to raise you. I'm guessing you got you got all the love you needed. I'm hoping that you did. For sure. I, I still do. I just saw them both today, spoke to them both today before I got on the podcast with you. And uh, yeah, they're doing great. So you know, I'm definitely, definitely blessed. And I, I don't take it for granted. And through our events, we encourage people not to take it for granted either. That's why we're constantly doing them and constantly reminding everybody you know, to make the best of the life that you do have. And we're, we're here for everybody, just like everyone's been here for us. So we're really lucky in a lot of ways. Dice M. Jabali. Is uh, dad still in the hotel business? Do you, do you ever do any events over at his hotel? <laughs> so back in the day, no, I definitely helped him with it. But no, my dad's strictly in the, uh, in the uh, commercial real estate business now. And he still does uh, sell attraction tickets. So he sold the motel like, I would say 15, 20 years ago, but he kept the attraction business. So, and he's been doing that for 30 plus years now. And he, he won't quit, even though he could, if he wanted to, but the guy just loves to work, you know, and you can't stop him from, from doing that. Yeah. I wonder if I'm ever going to stop talking into microphones. I've been doing this since 19, blah, 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 since 1986, I got on the radio for the first time and I haven't stopped talking into microphones yet and talking to people and promoting people. And, when you're on the radio, yeah, you can make a couple bucks, but there's only a handful of people, maybe two handfuls that make a million dollars a year on the radio. If you don't love it, if you don't love talking to people about their events that are coming up, oh, uh, you know, so-and-so is, is having a concert tonight. Come on the radio station. Talk to me for about 15 minutes. We'll get you some airtime. Hopefully some people as they're driving into work will say, oh, I'd like to go to that show. That's a wonderful thing. And this is way before the internet. And now with the internet and with my online radio station and with the podcast, I have the ability to to hopefully get the word out about Heisen Jabali and his and his I'm in events. And I want it, you know, if one, two, three more people over the next week see this or hear this, that's all the much better. You know, I get content, you get promotion. We all win. It's a wonderful thing. So what, all right, what first got you into the, the amen? You said that you, you got this philosophy, what was it, 2017, the amen philosophy? No, 2000, uh, 2000 was when I was in the hospital with pneumonia. Yes. Yeah, and, and it took me 10 years to fully recover from that. So mm -hmm. in 2010, I started the black and white party. But it was in 2012 that I started the I'm in Brandon slogan. Um, so, so I would say now over a decade. And um, it's amazing, Keys Dan, that you've been doing this for as long as you have. I, uh, anyone that has done a certain job for ten over 10 years, if they make it to the 10-year mark, I truly believe that they're going to go an additional 10, right? But if someone's in a job one, two, three years and keeps switching, then then they're always going to find something different to do, right? But I've been doing the events for 10 years. I thought at one point that I would stop doing them, but something just kept drawing me back. And now I'm on year 11. So chances are I'm going to go another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's fabulous. Hi, uh, some Jabali. Now you said you went to university when you uh, went to Orlando. Did you go to U University of Central Florida? I sure did. Yeah, I went to community college, uh, Valencia West for Valencia. two years. And I trained to UCF and I got a degree in advertising and public relations. I was in the newspaper business for 10 years and the company at the time was press on events because I would do public speaking for uh, bring audiences, audiences to press on. And then I switched it over to I'm in events when I came up with the I'm in Brandon slogan. Uh, and I've been using that, you know, ever since. And I probably won't change that ever either. It's just become so common now that it's hard to let it go. Yeah, it's hard to let the, let a brand go anyway. Uh, Keys Dan from the Florida Keys. Where do I find myself? Central Arkansas. My brother, when I first moved here back in 2009, he says, 
So you're going to change your name to Arkansas, Dan? I said, there's a million web pages out there. Literally a million web pages with Keys Dan on there. I am too lazy and too old to be changing now. So Keys Dan is the brand, but I'm in. What a wonderful brand. Uh, well, you know, and uh, so the event page is I'm into events. Is that the official name of, or is that the name that you could get on, on uh, Facebook? That was the name I can get on Facebook and Instagram, but I'm in events.com. We'll take you to the, the uh, Facebook fan page that has all the events listed on it. And if people are interested in the annual charity event, black and white weekend, that's easy. That's black and white weekend.com. And all the information they could dream of about the events or, you know, specifically what we're doing for base camp can be found on either of those uh, websites. So I'm in events.com has all you need to know. Yeah. You click it and it's got all the links that, that, uh, that you need uh, to find you. Hi, some Jabali, but that's a, that's a great brand and you've been building it for over 10 years and the training that you got in, in school, you actually went to school uh, for this type of, uh, of function. I didn't even know there was a, a class that, that was geared towards that. Did you, did you get some kind of a degree? Advertising and public relations, marketing, sales, it all comes together. It you know, does. a lot of, people, yeah, a lot of people that graduate with a degree don't, don't do what they graduated with. You know, um, my business partner of, of uh, 20 years now, he, um, he studied biology and now he owns a headhunting company, you know, and we did the newspaper together. We own real estate together, but, um, but I don't know, my sister and I, we both are in advertising and, and sales and marketing. We both went to school for that. And it just so happens that we've been doing it ever since. Yeah. These are jobs that depend on people. I remember when I was working on, I've worked at, at corporate radio stations like clear channel and, and radio one and some of the ones that that have owned many and then they had their own sales staff but when i worked on a mom and pop station just a one station exito 105.5 down in miami i would have to do my morning show and then i would have to go and sell that show so i was doing the advertising for my own show and that's how it worked it, it works in a small business you got to you're expected to do more so i you know you are you you working with your sister or are you working this I'm in business? Is it primarily you? So it is primarily me. Actually, my sister lives in Dubai. Uh, you know, uh, she's married. She's got her kids and she's actually a fitness instructor in there over there. And she does her own marketing and advertising for, for her own uh, fitness business. She's doing phenomenal. Um, but no, like I said, it, it is mainly just me, but I do have the charity support. They help me you know, uh, run the events and, and provide me the support I need to get the word out about them. I also have, you know, you have your, an amazing intern from, from UCF. And then I'm very blessed. I have 23 committee members that are good friends of mine that basically, um, help, you know, advise the, the organization I'm in events on how to go about doing the events, how to promote them, how to better raise money for the charity and, and help running the events as well. So I have a really great support team. But at the end of the day, it always goes by whoever's at the very top of it that's overseeing everything, you know, and, and that's definitely me. Um, so between me and the support I have from, from my f uh, friendly team, um, we do everything together year round. You know, it's, it's an amazing dynamic that, it's a unique dynamic, you know, but it's been working for such a long time. And I'm always constantly trying to, you know, make it better and keep everyone motivated and keep everyone pushing. But you said it at the beginning, uh, Keys, Dan, it's this is all about people helping people, you know, and I'm there for everybody and everybody's there for me, you know, and, and it's just it's just wonderful. It really is. Well, hi, Sam Jabali. It sounds like you're a good leader, a good uh, uh, CEO, a uh, good CEO knows uh, to hire people. That might be better than him in, in different, uh, maybe you're not uh, quite as, as good in this area and you, you know, hey, uh, maybe I'm not that good at, at cleaning linens. Well, you'll hire somebody out that cleans linens, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And that's just an example. But man, I, I, that the putting together an event of one or 200 people, you know, I was looking at, at your, uh, your I'm in events page on uh, Facebook and I did see the picture of your smiling face right there in front of Soho Cafe. And you're already promoting this event that hasn't even happened on Tuesday. And that's part of the part of the deal. When you hire, I mean, events, uh, you're going to get the promotion online. And I'm um, I, all of your social media, I'm guessing, 
now who's who's putting together your website because those things are 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 you know nerve-wracking to to some people so believe it or not i have a team of people that that can put it together obviously you know katrina texador she's been very helpful um i have others as well but for the most part i mean I, I do most of my promotions is, is now these days is, is word of mouth and uh, a person to person, you know, I'm getting a lot of business through Facebook and Instagram. And of course, you know, you've got Twitter and LinkedIn and, and Snapchat and, and WhatsApp. And I utilize all those avenues to get the word out. Cause like you said, you know, with your show, uh, a lot of people are going to hear about I'm an events and black and white weekend that never have before. And then when I get the feed, you know, once I get off here with you, I'm going to promote it to everybody that, that you don't know, and they're going to listen in. And it's just a constant circle that keeps going and going and going and it, it never ends unless you want it to. And I don't want it to. So that's why I'm still here and, I, and I'm keeping it going. Well, I started this uh, back way back before COVID. You know, and it, 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 um, just another avenue to, to, uh, to, well, I, in the beginning, I will promote my, my little, uh, shows that are coming up this week. And then, you know, primarily it's whoever I'm talking to. And I invite anyone to come on this because everyone has a story. Uh, Haisam Jabali, you have a story from Lebanon to Canada to, uh, the Orlando, Florida area. And that's where you find yourself right now, uh, putting together events. So uh, when you know, ten years ago, when you uh, when you got fully, well, hopefully, fully recovered, I, I, I still don't know from that uh, pneumonia that you had in two thousand. Shoot, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, but when you Thank you got out into the world, you said, "Hey, what am what am I going to do with my life? You know, what what can I do with my life? Well, let's let's take this. I'm in this yes attitude." and and put it to good use for other people but what was the first events that you were putting together for people uh 10 those uh 10 almost 11 years ago from what i'm understanding well in the summer months my parents would take the kids to lebanon and we would spend three months there at the end of those three months my father and i would go door to door you know neighborhood to neighborhood of all the people that we met over those three summer months and we would invite them over for a going away party so really I feel like this all started for me when I was 16 years old, but in 2010, after I fully recovered, you know, I, in my hospital bed, I envisioned the colors black and white. So 10 years later in 2010, I put together that black and white party. And the vision was to bring together my family and friends that were with me the 10 years prior and just have a fun party for them. And then it ended up becoming a second year. And then in the third year was picking up steam. And that's when I brought on the charity base camp to support and give back to the community. And now we're celebrating our 11th annual anniversary of this event uh, on May 15, 2021, which we're finally going to be able to host it. And I'm so excited to do so. And, and there's a lot of people out there that just cannot wait to utilize their tickets in their hotel rooms to come support the charity and see each other again because a lot of us at that point will not have seen each other like we normally have our whole lives uh, it'll be a full two years since we've seen majority of the people when this event finally happens you know what you're telling the people hi Jabali. if you want to do something if you have an interest in something you can make it into a living uh, you know putting parties together that, that you know some people do that for fun but you can make that into a living man uh, that's a uh, and and you know the the side benefit is you get to see your friends. Uh, you know sometimes you get to to do events for people that you know. That's that's a yeah. beautiful thing too. Uh, it, it's an you to get together with your pals and do some stuff. And man, that's got to make your heart feel good as well. But uh, oh, yeah. the other thing was uh, your sisters in in Dubai. I've never been out of these United States. I've never traveled outside of this country. But Dubai, in pictures, in movies, it seems like such a fascinating place. What a big city. You know, it, it just looks massive. Uh, you know, the it structures. Is. Have you been to Dubai many times? I have. Uh, well, I've been once, and I went there to spend time with my sister and her family for two weeks. And you're, the way you described it is exactly the way it is. It's larger than life you know, the buildings and the people and the beaches and everything like that. It's just, it's an incredible country and there's a lot to do there. And if you ever do decide to leave the country, I would say about a dozen of my friends have actually met my sister 
because they went to Dubai for vacation to check it out and they heard such great things about it. And my sisters helped plan their trips as well. That's how awesome she is. Um, so yeah, I mean, it is a great place. Uh, if, if I wasn't living in, in Florida and you asked me where would the other place be that I would like to live, it would definitely be Dubai. Oh man, you put it on the walking tour on the, what makes you famous walking tour, go to Dubai people and, uh, and meet up with Heisen Jubaley's sister. All right. Don't stalk his sister. Okay. Don't do it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, people say, oh, you live in Florida. That's got to be close to the, uh, how, how are the beaches? Well, Winter Park is an hour away from the beach, man. Uh, you know, when I lived in Orlando, that was the, the one downside was it wasn't near the water. There's plenty of, plenty of pools, I guess, that you can go in. I know that the apartment that I was renting had a, had a nice pool. And I remember it was hot, hot, hot in the summertime and cold, cold, cold at least Florida cold by Florida standards, cold in the wintertime. And I spent a lot of time in the summer in that pool. Uh, what do you feel about, I know we're talking about the weather. How do you feel about the weather in uh, Winter Park, Florida? And, and when do the events kind of die out if they do? The events don't die out. I mean, they can go year round. Uh, we're doing about seven events a year now. Uh, a while back when I first got started, I was doing about 17 a year. But the seven we do now are big enough and, and, and good enough to like, you know, maintain, you know, year round. So, so I'm good with that. It's interesting. This year's weather was a little bit colder for longer than it has been in years past. I remember the last couple of years, it was only cold for like a day or two, but we've actually gone like a full month of consistent coldness. But you know, Florida weather, Keys Dan, like, you know, you wake up and it's sunny and then uh, an hour later, it's it's storming, and then you know you might get some hail too on a rare occasion, and then it goes back to sunny again. It's so sporadic, and a lot of people put out memes about how crazy the weather is here. But right now, the weather is it's comfortable. Oh well, you know you're you're giving you gave me a little inkling of 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 ideas. Me, I'll do two, three, four, five events a week if I can. But it, for me, it's it's bring my my equipment to a show what does it what does it entail i know i've talked to photographers that work twice twice a month and that's all they can do i cannot do any more events any more weddings than twice a month because there's preparation before and then the after work now for you what does it take to to put together those 17 and now seven events you say seven's enough right now uh, you know, what does it take? I mean, it takes a lot of promoting, a lot of phone calls and emails and, and social media posts to get the word out and to get people to come consistently and to reach out to new people that have never been. So you're always keeping the circle going of your, your regular you know, followers and supporters, but then you always want to bring new people to learn about the events and to learn about the charity. Fortunately, I have great relationships with a lot of venues and a lot of restaurants that that staffing in place, you know, and already have the food and already have the bar set up and already have the outdoor patios like ready to go. You just need to bring the people. The hardest thing to do in the event business is bring the people. Now, when you have an event like Black and White Weekend, you know, which in the past you're dealing with a thousand people, 22 entertainers, 150 hotel rooms, um, you know, 10 charity members, and you're, you're literally trying to make a five hour event that takes year round to push and promote and, and two day, two to three days to actually set up for five hours. I mean, that is like a, a lot of work in itself. You need to take a, a big break uh, after that. So I get these photographers and everyone else in the event business says, Oh no, I can only do one a year. <laughs> I understand why. You know, I mean, black and white, I eventually could just do that and still keep busy every single day just to put on this one five hour event. People don't realize the amount of work, Keys Dan, that you put in to your business and my business and everyone else's business. And the people just show up and, and enjoy what, what they see, but they have no clue what goes on behind the scenes. And I can tell you, it's one of the hardest things. Uh, that's uh, that's out there to put on is an actual like you know big scaled event right um people only see what they what they come to see but they'll never really know what goes on behind the scenes unless you're in that business and you can truly appreciate it you know well hi some jabali one of the things that i've always said uh, ever since i i really went full force and quit all my day jobs and and went into djing full time uh, you know is you'll never work harder than having your own business you have to figure out how to 
set hours, but you're always thinking about your job. You know, if you have an event, a big event like the black and white event or like the Soho Cafe event that's coming up on on Tuesday, you're thinking about it 24 hours uh, until that event happens and it goes well. You know, you're going to be nervous before every event. I know I'm nervous before every wedding, every karaoke show, every birthday party. I'm so nervous because I want it to go perfectly. And so does the client. So you, it's good to have that mentality to have, to have, to be as worried as the client, you know, in your business, it's man, there's so, so much to take care of. And it sounds like you, you have after 10 years of experience, you have a list of vendors that you can go to and get these things put put together. Yeah. Once you prove yourself to the community and to the people that you work with, um, and they know that you're sincere and they know you're a hard worker and that, you know, they know that you're not going to just, uh, you know, blow steam in their face and, and not, you know, back up your words. Once they know that, I mean, you can basically tell anybody in central Florida, Oh, that's the guy that runs black and white weekend. Oh, that's the guy that raises money for base camp. Oh yeah. I want to work with that guy. What do you need? I mean, that's how fortunate I am today. I went into Soho restaurant around and I said, I need this, 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 we got to set it up this, this, this way, you know, and Nehru's the owner, absolutely wonderful, uh, uh, friend of mine and, and, and a business owner herself, you know, she gets it and she's like, hi, some, whatever you need. And that, that is going to make this event very successful. This will be my 52nd Orlando networking event that I put on with the team. And Black and White Weekend will be in its 11th year. And there's a lot to be said when you've gone that far and that long running a certain type of event. You know, uh, Unfortunately, a lot of people either had no choice but to quit their events or fold their, their events through everything that's happening. Um, but you know, luckily, we were one of the ones that were able to survive this whole thing. You know, and, um, and we want people to know out there that if you're struggling with your business, like we're here to support you and help you in any way. If we do well, you, if you do well, we do well and vice versa. Right. And, and that's another philosophy that I live by. And the service industry got hit hard. There was two, two full months that I had 0.0 events. And I went, am I going to make this? Am I going to make it? I, w- I was going through some savings. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. And I was worried. But then finally, uh, you know, some science that, uh, oh, you know, if you just put a, if you just put a mask on, you'll be okay. You know, I think, I think we can, we can start opening stuff up, but let me tell you, there was two months where I, I was spinning around and wondering is you know, but, uh, I, I see there's a light at the end of this tunnel you know, things are going to go back to some kind of normal and we're going to forget about it just like they did with the, uh, 1918. Uh, I didn't know about the 1918 until, uh, until uh, that virus back then. Until just last year, who who knew? Yeah, I didn't think, of, yeah, I didn't think about it either till till this whole thing happened, you know. And uh, I'm amazed a lot of people, and I'm sure you know a lot of people too. They really managed to pivot. I mean, uh, all my friends that are entertainers, all my friends that have businesses that suffered, they came up with other ways to make money. If you apply yourself and you're willing to work hard and not just you know sit in bed watching TV every day and you get out there and, and you talk to people and you see what other people are doing, you can come up with ways to survive. I mean, obviously a lot of people have, and, and I got to give them all the credit in the world for doing it yourself and myself included. Oh, creators are going to create how many podcasts got built up uh, over this last year. I think anybody with a, with a wire, with a microphone or even just a phone, you know, with a you know recording device on there has started up a podcast, whether they're any good or not is, it, you know, it's it's subjective. It's all subjective. Maybe it's got good subject matter, but it doesn't sound as good as it could. And I know that this this podcast that you're on right now has been getting progressively better and better, sound wise, quality wise, uh, making sure that I'm getting you know the 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 right questions out to make sure that the guests are getting the promotion that they need. And, and you know, a lot of times it's purely selfish. A lot of the questions that I'll ask, like about Dubai, and even your time in Canada, I mean, I, I could tell that you, you hightailed it out of Canada because it's too dang cold, you know, and you got to Florida, baby. That's, you know, that's where you yeah. should be. But Florida is getting crazy yeah. too. So I had to get out of there, <laughs> but that's a whole nother story. Say again. Place. 
What's it that? seems like you're in a good place in a simpler place. Yeah, you, when you're old, you kind of slow down a little bit. But I, I say that, and I, you know, I think, well, maybe I'm getting too old to DJ events. You know, am I going to be able to relate to those kids at the prom? Yeah, yeah, I do okay. Sweet sixteen party, no problem. Haven't done a bar mitzvah in a while because uh, where are my Jews at, man? There's no Jews here in in Central Arkansas. Sad. Well, at least none that I know. But I know when I was in West Palm Beach, I was doing bar mitzvahs all the time. That was a that was kind of a fun event for a young person and a bunch of young people just having a good time. And, and you just get that good energy from from kids, man. But you know, sweet sweet sixteens are about the same and quinceañeras are about the same but uh, a good bar mitzvah man those things they pump a lot of money into those <laughs> and uh yeah, yeah they're pretty incredible <laughs> yeah but uh, you say you've done events that that were hundreds thousands of people the black and white event is thousands of people no it's nearly a thousand people that's yeah. the most i've ever done I, I leave the people to do the thousands of events that's a whole nother ball game on top of black and white weekend I just prefer to attend those than actually host those type of events. You know, um, it took me 10 years to build up to a thousand people. And honestly, I'm, I'm happy with a thousand, right. Um, you know, we'll see how the numbers do this year. As far as attendance go, we're just grateful to be able to do an event again, you know, where it was, like you said, it was taken away from us within like a week and for months, you know, we're twiddling our thumbs, hoping and praying that things would, turn around a lot quicker than they have, you know, it's taken a lot longer to turn around than, than we all had hoped I would imagine. Right. But, but you're right. It, it is starting to turn around, I think, you know? Yeah. So it's all we'll coming back around. It, it is. And, and I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. The, uh, the vaccine thing, you know, there's people, Oh, I'm never going to take that. Well, why, why aren't you? So, you know, you got to trust somebody uh, sometime. I, I believe that, that, that people are generally, good if not the the whole planet would be chaos you know people are generally good people and they all want the same things you know uh food on the plate a roof over their heads and their kids to be you know well taken care of and and nourished and what have you uh, so are, are you a, a family man or are you still a, a young man of uh of leisure i'm still a young man of leisure i'm single no kids but i can tell you i'm i'm, I'm happy and i'm healthy and at the end of the day that's what's that's what's important to me well you see like a good dude yeah you seem like a real good dude hi sam uh, you know and i'm glad to know you and I, i'm very happy that katrina tator put this together for us uh, what is she uh, wh she's a fascinating girl i had her on the podcast and we chit-chatted about the, the various things that she does and i know when i met up with her it was at a, a comic-con and it was um a, you know uh, costumes and then i found out about her whole social media uh you know the, the whole uh promotion business that she had and we talked for uh, you know, a good, good hour or more. And, and you know, what, what kind of uh, things is she doing for you? Uh, well, basically we, we partner up and promote each other, but you know, she's definitely getting the word out about black and white weekend and the events. And in return, I mean, anyone that's looking for uh, social media help uh, in any, in any form or, or getting the word about getting the word out about their companies on a, on a huge scale uh, across social media. Um, you know, that's the girl to go through. She's got a wonderful company that does really, really well in, uh, in boosting people's social media presence and, uh, along with a lot of other things. And that's what she does for me. And in return, I get the word out about her as well. We'll talk about people helping people. And that's a good thing. Uh, now, eventbrite.com is, is where you have your, uh, the uh, blackandwhiteweekend.com. Oh, okay, the blackandwhiteweekend.com event is hosted at eventbrite.com and, and it says uh, may 15 2021 from 8 30 p.m until the wee hours of the morning on sunday you're going to be at the rosen plaza just partying it up and uh and uh you know for charity's sake you know helping uh, people that that have uh, that are living with cancer that have come through the fight with cancer now, you know i know i have family members that's a that's a a disease that's near and dear to my heart man and yeah, I, I just say no to cancer. I don't like it. I'm I'm four square against it. What do you think? Hundred percent, man. It's, it's it's pure evil, and and it's unfortunate that people have to go through that. But it is a reality, and the reality is with Black and White Weekend, that's just one step in the right direction to help people get through it. Yeah, and you're uh, are are you inviting? I guess you you invite uh, people that have been through this to kind of uh, 
help to to get the word out about the various types of of cancer. I know you know throughout the year, I'll wear pink for breast cancer, uh, wear blue for the uh, test uh, testicular cancer. You know, this, there, there's different awareness times. But unless you're starting to throw money at this, so the scientists can can really work at it, it, it it's it's all for nothing. Uh, you need right. you need more than awareness. And if you're able to to build up, you know, a big uh, stack of cash and maybe turn it into one of those giant checks that you can hand over to the uh, cancer society or or whatever uh, e- uh, charity that's going to be uh, helping to wipe away this dreaded disease. I'm all for it, Heisem Deba- uh, Jabali. Uh, I'm in. in I'm in, man. And <laughs> <in> too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, you know, I know we joked a little bit, but. Uh, do you really have have that philosophy that y- you'll do whatever anybody asks? I mean, unless it's illegal. I mean, definitely if it's illegal, that's an I'm out situation, 100 percent. But um, for the most part, like you said, everybody is uh, you truly believe everyone is a good person, you know, and if they're not, I just choose not to work with those people. But but everyone I know is an amazing person. And. If you come to one of these events, Dan, you'll see for yourself. I mean, everybody is, you know, circling, circling life the same way. We're all trying to survive. We're already, we're all trying to provide for ourselves and for our family. And we're all trying to support our friends. And when you walk into Black and White Weekend or any event, whether you come by yourself or with a group of friends, everybody is friends with everybody. Everyone's on the same playing field, you know? doesn't matter what religion background you are. It doesn't matter what political background you have. It doesn't matter what country you're from. Everybody is on the same playing field. So these events are good for business. It's good for the community and it's good for each other. And that's what I pride I'm in events on. It's just good, period. Yeah, once you get to a certain age, you start to weed out all the people that are that are going to be uh, uh, malintended uh, for, for lack of a better uh, choice of, of phrase turn of phrase but uh you know when, when you get young when you're young there's those people that are gonna try to take advantage of you but once you get to a certain age you start to weed those people out you you put them at a at a hand's distance you know I, i've been putting those folks at six feet away or more for the uh, much longer time than than covid's been around so what's uh what's on the horizon uh for i mean events is it going to be uh still whittling it down to seven events a year or are you going to yes. do more? Yes. Um, well, we've got the networking event in February and then another one in April and then Black and White Weekend in May. We have a beach event that we do every year in July. And then we'll do another two networking events in October and December. And honestly, that's enough to keep the word out there for the charity. That's enough to keep people engaged year round. And uh, again, I mean, it took 10 years to get to where we are now. So I'm very happy to just maintain this and constantly bring new people to the cause and, and bring all the people that have supported us the last 10 years back to keep on supporting as well, right? Um, when you're dealing with hundreds of people on a daily, weekly, annual basis, I mean, that's enough to keep you busy. And I still do fitness and I still have my real estate as well, you know, but right now the main focus is being able to pull off these events that we weren't really able to do last year. But now that we, now that we can, I want to make sure that they take, they take place and they take place as safely and, and continued successfully as possible. Yeah. Once people uh, get used to, to go into this event every year, you start to put on a, a yearly event. They start to look forward to it. Hopefully, yeah. you know, I have a, a, an event that comes up every Friday. It's the, the video dance party at the Rab in Conway and people, Get used to it, and now that there's there's some kind of uh, in place where you can uh, kind of socially distance and stay safe, ish. I guess yeah. nobody's completely safe unless they lock themselves in their house. But hey, we got to go out and play, and and I'm glad that you have events that you've been putting on, and people get used to go into those events every year. They're used to going to the black and white events. Now you mentioned that you're you're still doing personal training as we. As we land this plane, let's let, let's go through some of the the other things that we can promote for you: the personal training and the real estate business. How do people get a hold of you if they want to buy a house and maybe put a gym in that house and get pumped up? Sure. So I own the rights to I'm in so they can go there, and then uh, I'm in fitness.com. 
they can go there as well. Like I told you, man, I'm in is everything. So, so they just go to Google and I'm in, they can find anything, but you know, they can find me on Facebook as well under Heisem Jabali. I mean, I'm not hard to find. They can just put in Heisem anywhere and my name and picture will probably pop up. I'm a one-stop shop for all these things. So if they look up Heisem and they reach out to me, whether it's uh, by phone or email or, or Facebook, social media message, Especially if they mention your show, I'll make sure to take extra good care of them. <laughs> well, that's good, man. Uh, hi, some Jabali. I'm glad to know you. As we wind this thing, shout outs you want to give to certain people, uh, people that you you want to thank that have helped you along the way. Because we're we're not on this planet alone. We're falling through space, so we got to hang on to each other and help each other out uh, along the way. But any shout outs you want to give to people? Yeah, I want to thank you for having me on your amazing show. I want to thank Katrina for introducing us. And we finally got to this point. I'm so glad that we were able to do this together. Um, I just want to thank literally everyone that's in my life, from my, from my parents to my siblings, to every sponsor that stuck with me through the pandemic last year leading up to Black and White, every ticket holder, everyone that booked a hotel room, and every single person, and there's thousands of them that have donated money to Basecamp Children's Cancer Foundation myself and the foundation truly do appreciate you. And if you really enjoyed the events the last 10 years, wait until you see this year, what we have in store for you. So thank you all so much. Well, I don't want this to be the last time that we chit chat. Hi, some Jabali. Uh, as things progress and time goes on, maybe in another half a year or a year, if you have something else to promote, please, by all means, let's uh, schedule some time and get back on the what makes you famous podcast. But I usually finish these things off with last words for the people. And this could be this words that you live by. Maybe somebody told you a long time ago, or or maybe just a, you know a mantra that you live by, or it could be just words that pop into your head at this moment in time. Hysam Jabali, last words for the people. Absolutely. So uh, my father taught me this growing up, and I'll teach people going forward. If you work hard and you're a good person, good things will come back to you for the rest of your life. I'm in. Are you? Well, there you have it, party people. Hysam Jabali. <laughs> I think that was the first time that I stumbled on that name the whole time. Hysam Jabali. Why am I having so much trouble with it? I know, because it's getting later. <laughs> he's a cool dude. He's a cool guy, and he's turned something that he has. he's found an aptitude for. Uh, creating events, uh, putting on a show for people. I mean, not to mention he's also in the real estate business and the the personal training business. Those are pretty cool things too, as well. I mean, imagine you know making people feel better about themselves with the personal training and getting people houses with the real estate. Come on, those are those are all things that are going to make your your soul feel good, your heart feel good. And, you know, when you hand the keys to to somebody when they get a house. Oh, that's it's got to be an amazing feeling on both sides. The people that are getting the keys and the people that are handing the keys. You're, you're, you're getting people houses and personal training. Hello. You know, it's it's good to make people feel good and, and teach them how to how to get their body in shape and, and live longer, happier, healthier lives. Uh, these these are all great facets of you, Hysam Bailey. Ah, why am I having trouble with your name now? Hysham, <laughs> Hysham. You know, I had it right at first. Now I'm stumbling with my words because it, it is getting later. I know that sounds like an excuse and it is an excuse, but it's a valid excuse. The I'm in entertainment business, baby. I'm in. <laughs> you want me to do that thing? I'm in. That's a great attitude. Great attitude and a great play, a great way to, to brand your your business name. I'm in. Oh, you have an event for me to put together? I'm in. I'm in. That's good. It's it's, it's a, this the yes man mentality that or the yes say yes to things and you're going to have event adventures in your life. So uh unless it's illegal. Yeah, don't do anything illegal. I'm out. <laughs> All right, party people. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. Thank you so much, Hysam Jabali, for coming on the show and being a part of the What Makes You Famous podcast. Now, if you, I'm turning my attention to you, if you would like to tell your story, 
I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for me. It's KeysDan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys, this is Shelly G with a fast fact. The British, the highest per capita spenders on music, buy 7.2% of the world music market. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. Follow Keys Dan on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of KeysDan.com. Follow Radio What on Facebook and Twitter. Click on the links at the top of RadioWhat.com. The music you want is on. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan. Email info at radiowhat.com. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keysdan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>